Hi, this is Taylor. And Cameron. And you're listening to the Black Maiden Debt Free Podcast. <laughs> when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Chai Tea Vibes, Lo-Fi, Volume 1. An 11-track collection of music. Perfect for your next dinner party, study session, or the next time you're reading your favorite book. What's going on, everybody? This is Marcus, and I'm here with my beautiful wife, Shira. And we would like to welcome you to another episode of the Black Married and Death Free podcast. I mean, we're glad you're here. Um, Shira, how are you doing today, right now? Right now, <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing good. You know, it's a nice uh, Sunday. The sun is shining. Yes. We did some house cleaning. We went out for lunch with the kids, which was really nice. I'm doing good. How about yourself? I'm doing okay. Um, Had a pretty good weekend. Shire went out to lunch with a friend. and uh, Let's talk about that. Yeah. I'm sorry. We're down to one car. One car's in the shop right now. So Shire just kind of left me hanging. You know what I mean? So I was stuck at home. My son went to his friend's house. And so he had, you know, stuff to do. And I was just kind of at home. Just like, you know. I would have been in heaven with a quiet house. And when I left, look, we're already getting into a story. We haven't even done our housekeeping yet, right? right? right. We're going to get there. But no, let me say this, though. Marcus says, take your time. (laughs) And I actually took my time. And it turned out that that's not really what he wanted me to do. Yeah, you took all (laughs) your time. But no, all in all, it's been a great weekend. Like you said, we got some house cleaning done today. So that's cool. I can go into my week, you know. Feeling, feeling good about that so but yeah Shire let's get right into it but, but, but you know before we do you know like Shire uh, said we have to do our housekeeping and Shire wants me to make it brief but I know you guys love this part it's your favorite part uh, if you haven't already please leave us a five star review on whatever podcast you're listening to this on uh, that really is like currency for us right podcasts are free but you can pay us in reviews and what we're going to be doing is if you leave us a review, you're going to get our masterclass um, for free. I mean, it's it's just a really great deal. Send us a five star review and then let us know by emailing us black at black at Gmail dot com. And we're going to drop you the link to the to the class. And you want to you're going to want to do this because we got some exciting stuff coming up that we had. We're not going to share right now, but I, I just wanted to tease it. But anyway. Shira, let's get straight to today's episode. Now, me and you have talked about inflation. You know, we've we've done that whole thing. It's it's, it's the elephant in the room. But now we want to give you some solutions, right? It's kind of time to tighten or tighten your belt and get back to basics. And so we are going to give you a list of things that you can do to uh, survive inflation, right? Per some pretty cool articles one in fortune.com and then one in experian.com 
we went through it and we we found some of the best ways to survive inflation. So we want to share those with you. Um, so sure, I'm going to name them off and you tell me what you tell me what you think. You know. Okay. Can I add a little bit though? Oh, less, less. Yeah, okay. So one of the articles, which I haven't gone through all of the list, so mm-hmm. Marcus is going to be surprising me, but um, one of the articles is providing tips from a financial planner's perspective, which I thought was really cool. So it is always interesting to hear, you know, their take. So, okay. So what what do you have? Okay. So number one, avoid purchasing a vehicle if possible. Hmm. I mean, that one seems pretty simple and basic, but I think why they're, why they're saying that is because the cost of used cars is up 40%. And I think new cars, I'm not sure what that percentage was. But we just had to purchase a car. And when I was doing a test drive, the gentleman said, a car like this in a good market, we wouldn't have even held on to it. We take cars like these uh, pre-owned and we, we, we give them to other, our smaller sister and brother dealerships. But because we're not getting any new vehicles, we have to, like, this is gold to us. You know what I mean? And so it's just the the new cars, they're having um, supply chain issues with some of the technology. And so they're not able to get new ones in. And so that's why you see the rise in the in the cost of used cars. So if you can avoid that, I guess they're saying. Yeah, do that. My, my only struggle with this as a practical tip is that a car is a necessity. Mm-hmm. Like for most people. Okay, now if you rich, rich, and you just like to buy cars, then obviously we're not talking about you. But for the everyday person, you know, we're not purchasing a car out of luxury. Right. So I think I would rephrase avoid buying a car to, you know, maybe buy a used car or uh, try to buy a car cash. You know, if you can, obviously used cars even cost more. Right. Um, or maybe find a good, you know, find a good mechanic and maybe put a couple dollars into that car that you would otherwise give have up passed on. up. Yeah. Yeah. Passed over on. Yeah. So, but I definitely feel that. And if you follow our podcast, you know, as Marcus was sharing, we had to purchase a car unexpectedly mm-hmm. and it, it hurt a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> it hurt. Yeah. Um, but okay. I think, I mean, it, solid, I, right? I think the tip is solid, you know, but, but you know, just be smart about yeah. buying a car totally if you agree. have to. Totally agree. So here, here's another one, Sean. I think me and you definitely going to dig on this one. So it says grow investments rather than savings accounts. Hmm. Now, we want to be careful, with, you know, as we present this one to you, um, because we do believe that it's important to have a savings, to have a nest egg, an emergency savings. We've talked about that in podcast past that you know three to six months of your expenses is wise because you never know you may lose your job you may be injured and not able to work so you want to have that savings but <laughs> you know but there your money sitting in a savings account is not able to grow at the pace that inflation is yeah so, so can i read a quote not to cut you off but i think it kind of goes with it so one of the quotes from the financial planner, and I'm not saying I agree or disagree. Yes. I'm just going to read it. So it says, your cash at the bank makes close to no interest. Mm-hmm. 
yet prices are increasing on everything you buy that can cause your purchasing power to degrade over time if you aren't invested right and that is a quote from one of the financial planners that participated in this article i think one of the things that we need to explore is the purpose of having a savings mm-hmm. and that's kind of what you were saying at the beginning like you have a savings for emergencies yes. i'm not I don't necessarily have a savings account because I want purchasing power. You know what mm. I'm saying? It's the, the it's the purchase. I mean, the purpose is for, you know, an emergency. Yes. That's generally what we have our savings for. Or if you're saving for, you know, a trip Short or a vacation right. or you're saving for a car, as right. we just discussed. So um, I think that different accounts serve can serve different purposes. Um, and I think. But in alignment with what's being said here about growing your investments, yes, you do need to grow your investments. And some people get in the habit of, oh, I'm just a saver. But you can't really save your way, you know, to to all of your goals, especially if if you're investing to um, retire. It's hard to save your way to a good retirement. And that, for most people, requires investing. So I think it's important to to do both. Yes. But when you have your savings, have it for a purpose. Exactly. You know, so we, we don't we save for short term items mm-hmm. and we have savings set aside for emergencies. Yeah. Yeah. And I think like for me, Shara, it's like once we've hit our savings amount, you know, the desired amount, I don't keep packing money into a savings, a savings account. account. Yeah. I think with any extra uh overages that's when you we you go heavy in investing and so lucky for us we've already got that savings right where we wanted and now anything anything else is being invested because yeah i mean inflation is going up so you need some type of vehicle where your money can go up with it you know and, and really all you'd be doing at that point is just maintaining but if you're able to make more than, than the inflation percentage then that's an added bonus. So yeah, great point there. So, all right, let's move on to this next one, Shire. Now, this is this this should be on your heart because we're you, you are a uh, a degree dietitian. Right? I'm not a dietitian. Degree? <laughs> you know, you have a degree I have a degree in, in nutrition. Yeah, oh, in nutrition. Okay. Yeah. Well, Shire, this says buy more veggies. Okay. And transition to a more plant based diet. Hmm. Veggies, as we know. I've always been a little bit cheaper than your meats. You know what I mean? And you could save money and maybe, you know, get a little more healthy at the same time. What do you think about that? Um, This is interesting. So the article does talk about chicken prices going up 9.2%. And, you know, turkey is up 4.6%. I, I think the cost of all food has gone up. And to just say that... Of course, meats do cost more yeah. than vegetables, but I'm not trying to be hungry. Right. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just playing. Um, no, I think it's great. Um, I think this is great. I think what they're what they're hitting at when it comes to think about buying more veggies is preparing healthy meals at home. Yes. So I think that's the bigger takeaway. And then obviously if you're if you're shopping there are smarter ways to shop like if you're buying a bunch of juices or sodas like just drink some water i mean we're trying to we're talking about saving money here right okay so drink some water okay let's get let's make 
you can make some fruit infused water Help them kidneys out okay get some lemon you squeeze some lemon juice in there some lime i like lime in my water you can get you an orange okay it won't be orange juice <laughs> but you you know you get a little sweetness um you know um i think veggies are good um but i think the bottom line with this quote with this uh suggestion is is to prepare meals at home that's that's my takeaway the grocery bills are going up but definitely get your fruits and veggies in yeah. of course i like that one so shara this next one is near and dear to us uh it says increase side hustle outlet okay now we know that side hustles have were past tense and is current tense <laughs> Uh, instrumental in everything we're doing financially uh, and you may at one point you know say hey I've, I've accomplished goal A or B and now I can take my foot off that side hustle gas a little bit but now may be a good season to maybe put the pedal to the metal a little bit more and tap into some of those uh, side hustles that you have some of those gifts that you can monetize or whatever whatnot. What, what do you think about that Shaq? Well, I'm a little curious to know if the article provided any more context. I think that side hustles are great, but if I can get one good job Here we go. <laughs> that meets my needs, you know, like I, I talked about, you know, we talked about the great resignation mm -hmm. and how I had recently left one position and transitioned to another position. And changing jobs did provide a you know a little bit of increase um, in income, which is great. And so my thing is, you know, maximize your nine to five potential if yeah. you're working a regular job. So think about, you know, is it time to to change jobs? You know, to might to be getting, might be getting ahead of us. We might be have something. Well, to, because I'm saying like, okay, if I'm doing a side hustle and I'm working nine to five. Yeah. I need to make as much money possible on my nine to five. And that might, that might alleviate the need for me to feel that I need to have a side hustle Fact. because when you have a side hustle on top of a nine to five job and you have kids and you have a spouse, it's like you already have a lot going on. And well, I feel like there's a lot of emphasis on side hustles, but with a side hustle, it takes a lot of time yes. as well. And so so I think side hustle is something to explore. And if you have a side hustle, maybe this is a great time to ramp it up as part of your side hustle could be increasing your prices because I think we talked about this before everything else is going up. And so it could be a good time for you to evaluate the fee that you're paying for your service. Yes. And then also, um, I, okay. I think it's, it's totally valid, you know, but like I'm like I was saying before, if you work a nine to five, you know, do it for top dollar to probably minimize the need for a side hustle. Well, that's dope, Shire. So that's let's skip ahead then because you kind of you kind of started this uh, started this thing off real nice on this list. Also, ask for a raise. Who does that? Ask for a raise. Hey, it's I think simple. It <laughs> it's old school. You know, it okay. sounds very dated, but Shire. You, it did. It does sound give us some okay. Practical ways to ask for a merit increase or a okay. Raise. I have asked for a raise. Okay. And but okay. 
So I take that back because I was laughing. I said, who does that? I've done it. Okay. I did it at a time when I was taking on more work. There we go. Okay. I was doing more work. And I'm not saying this is what anyone else should do. But I felt at the time that I that my boss wasn't really advocating for me and I needed to advocate for myself. And so I went to human resources to figure out, you know, how I might justify a raise. But it actually wasn't a raise. It was a stipend for temporary duties that I had assumed that were outside of my working classification. So it really does depend on your on your company the place that you're working what the protocols are but as people are participating in the great resignation a lot of a lot of work is falling on people that are remaining at these organizations so people are taking on more work and so if you're taking on more work and you can do it without you know you don't want to harm any relationships you want to follow the proper protocol and you gotta be okay like what if they say no we're not gonna give you a raise worst thing they can say is no and you have to be prepared for that no and if they say okay cool i got this in the tuck you know what i'm saying i got this other job anyway or if that okay cool i'll 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 go back quietly to my seat with my toilet tell me between my legs yeah like you really have to be strategic about it you have to be thoughtful about it um you don't want to ruffle feathers because I mean, in certain sectors, in certain sectors, people are generally unhappy with, with their salary, Yeah, you know? So, but anywho, I, I think as for raise, okay. I think that's something that is worth exploring. Um, but of course there are ways to go about it. And if you have to ask for a raise and you are not happy with your salary and you feel that you're doing more work than, you know, then you're being compensated for, then it might be a good time to, you know, look for something new. Yes. Or just figure out a way to make it work. Because just because something makes you unhappy at work doesn't always mean you got to leave. Yeah, that's a good point. You know, so. Yeah. Okay. okay. Kind of going <laughs> back to uh, the saving and investing and uh, different things like that. If you are investing, keep a diverse portfolio, right? i.e. index funds that are automatically create instant diversification or ETFs that give you, you know, packages of different businesses as opposed to single stocks. Maybe it may be a good time for a period of time to uh, pivot into that investment as opposed to I'm investing in this one business that may have been doing great, but because of inflation, Ooh, if that thing decides to have a rough patch, you're you're kind of, um, you know, it, it it may hurt. You know, it also mentioned bonds in the, in the article, but I didn't put that here. We 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 not a we not a bond. We, we, we're not really at bonds yeah, yet. Well, at that point yet. I think we'll talk about bonds another time. Yeah, but I think diversification is always a good piece of advice. Mm-hmm. And really, if you are working a nine to five job if you're investing through your employer sometimes you might have access to a financial financial advisor that can share a little bit more with you when it comes to diversification yes so for me that's really important because um usually you're paying for that anyway and so i would try to meet with a financial advisor through my employer at least you know once a year just to see 
you know, if I'm on the right track. Yeah. And um, they can provide you with general information. Sometimes they won't necessarily tell you where to put your money, but right. you can ask them questions around about diversification. You can ask them questions about the specific funds that your job offers and the expense ratio, right? You want to know how much it's costing you to have that account. So there are times where you don't have to be the expert, but when you have access to experts, then you want to tap into that and prioritize that. I mean, even if that's bouncing, bouncing something you hear from us or something you hear while doing your own research, take that information and bring it, present it to your advisor and say what do you think about this see we're there you know what i mean because in this era everybody's doing their own research <laughs> you know what i'm saying when it comes to <laughs> when it comes to uh mm-hmm. i'm not gonna say the word i want to be demonetized but you know should i get this injection and all this you know and Whoa. that's okay what where did that come from what i'm saying is everybody's doing their own research but it's it's, it's always good to listen to the experts oh okay you know, even you know across the board you know what i'm saying you know what I'm talking about. But anyway. Oh. Shire is jumped. Shire is. <laughs> I forgive Shire. I'm so late. <laughs> okay. Okay. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Right. But uh, Shire, while we're there, um, let's, let's, let's talk about this. Invest in yourself. Okay. What do you think about that? Is this a good time to go back and maybe try to acquire a high income skill or a trade of sorts or anything you know uh, a skill so you could booster your side hustle I don't know I don't know but mm-hmm. the articles uh, in Experian I believe says this may be a good time to invest in yourself what do you think about that I resume think, you know what I mean yeah resume writer I think right that's a prime example for me um, making that investment to work with the um, with um, a, a job coach and a resume writer. Um, I think it depends on the in- investment, right. the the time, the cost, and the payoff down yeah, the road. Yeah, that's big. You know, so I mean, I can invest in myself by investing in a book and <laughs> reading it. You know, I, I think that investing in yourself can, can take a lot of different forms. Um, I, that that's good. I, I yeah. think that's a good tip. Inve- like Investing yourself. Investing yourself. All right, Shia. Let's talk about this. You know, we can't leave without talking about this. Buy real estate or house hack. Hey, hold on. This is supposed to be how to save money, right? In yeah. inflation. Yeah. So, <laughs> so where do we? Where okay. do we? How do we get? How do we get here? Buy real estate because you will be saving money on the inflation that affects rent. Right. If you buy your your your, it's a high cost of entry though. Yeah, but you're you would be saving on the inflation, right? You, you know, going in, yes, I'm gonna need X. It's gonna be X, but you can it's stabilize. not gonna it's not gonna inflate. Right. It'll stabilize your housing costs to a, to a certain degree. Exactly. Yeah. Or house hacks. Right? There you go. There's your there's your instant saving right there. You got an extra room. You rent that room out. Uh, you have extra space in your home. Rent that out to someone and save money that way. Yeah, I think that you can't do that if you don't own the home. Or I, I guess you well, can, but yeah, it works a lot smoother if you own a home. Right. I think that's always a good idea if you have extra space in your house. 
I I think that's a good one to I save money. Huh? So I wouldn't mind a roommate. You know, you don't want no roommate. I mean, maybe one day. <laughs> <laughs> I try to get shy to turn the garage into something so we could have, you know, but I'm still working on it on that. No, I need my garage. <laughs> I I don't know. I en- let's just say I enjoy having a garage. I do too though. I enjoy freedom, you know. But hey, trying to save money you gotta do what you gotta do so yeah i think that's a good idea though and for some people it will apply some people do have extra space whether you rent it out short term long term airbnb you know that that the sharing economy i think is that's valid when it comes to you know surviving inflation or making it work yeah so last shower before we get out of here uh, the one that the least sexy of them all, right? The one that kind of started this whole uh, movement for me, for you and I. Simple, easy, boring. Reduce spending overall. I mean, mm-hmm. that's pretty much what you're gonna, what it's gonna come down to for many individuals. You're gonna yeah. need to see what am I crack open that. One of the first things me and Shara did when we knew we wanted to make a change, we cracked open a month's worth of spending and said, what do we spend our money on? Look at that. It's going to slap you in the face. I'm spending X amount on that, you know, and then see where you can begin to see where you can cut back, especially in a time like this. You know, me and Shara, we, we loosened up a little bit. You know what I mean? We we, we, we made some goals. We're making some more money and got some investments is looking nice, you know. Hey, we ain't as tight on it as we was. But maybe we need to revisit that. <laughs> right, look, I got Shire going. Look, no, because Marcus, okay, Shire used to be on it. I was thinking, like, okay, so we are starting to develop this tradition of like going out for like brunch, like once a week. Yeah, yeah. But like, how much is too much for eggs and bacon? Yeah, I mean, like, how how high does it have to be for us to say, you know? It's just eggs and bacon. Right. I, you know, I can make that at home. I'm on a refresher a day. I mean, I'm at Starbucks every day. It's my guilty pleasure. Maybe if I looked at that, maybe if I opened that up and saw that, I'd say, you uh, know what? I got the money. Most people will say that that is excessive, <laughs> including your wife. Of course. But I, but I think that's a valid. You know question like yeah. how much is too much and if, if you don't decide that then you'll find yourself yeah. sp- spending an astronomical amount like yeah. how much is too much for some eggs and bacon and some pancakes it, it, it's like working out Shire you start working out you lose weight you get muscles or whatever you get a little more tone and then he's like man I can miss a day you know I'm still good shoot I can miss, a, I can miss three four days and before you know it like I need to reevaluate. I haven't been in the gym. I've been, it's been very sparse, you know, so yeah. So you're saying you can, you kind of let go. You could kind of let go. Yeah. You know, and so uh, it's always good to And gas. Oh my good. I don't know what's happening in other parts of the country. Yeah, let me tell you something. But it's getting so expensive. It's going to be a lot more bike riding. We're going to be walking. Man. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, it's, it's getting crazy. So look. We've been giving you guys, we've been addressing the elephant in the room, which is inflation. We're all dealing with it. But hopefully some of these tips can help you uh, make maybe make the light bulb go off and say, boom, I know what I can do. Yeah, but I have help. a question. Yes, ma'am. Which one is your favorite tip? Ooh, which is my favorite 
tip. For where I'm at in life, I think my favorite tip is grow investing uh, rather than saving. That's just me. That's the one that that where I'm at right now, I can, I can use. The, the other ones, uh, I feel like we've, I've already implemented a lot of those. Mm-hmm. Um, except for the veggies, of course. <laughs> That's my least favorite. Well, gonna take that one I was going to put that was my favorite one. Okay. Because it's about just eating more meals at home. Yeah. Of course, you have to shop for the food. You have to cook the food. You have to clean up. Clean up <laughs> Um, but I, I do see value in having those, those home meals Yeah, and there, you know, I think there's some benefits there. Yeah, absolutely. Sure. I think you're right. So hopefully there was something, uh, in these, these tips that we've laid out for you that you can take and apply. And we just want to thank you for being on another episode of the Black Mary and Jeffrey podcast. Shire, any final questions or thoughts? No, I think that's 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 all I have. <laughs> cool, cool. Yeah. So thanks for hanging out with us, and we look forward to seeing you next week. Have a great day. Peace. Bye.